Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. And Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. In this podcast, we cover topics such as self-love, building a tribe, synchronistic living, thinking versus doing, imposter syndrome, and much, much more. As we delve into the topics, we give practical tools and tips for improving self-care and overall enjoyment of your life. Tonight, our topic is focused on setting intentions for the new year. Some may call them a resolution, a goal, a desire, or a dream. But whatever you call it, intentions are a tradition for this time of year, and we're going to cover quite a bit in this half an hour with tips on how to set an intention, what 2018 means for us in a numerological sense, and how to step into the new year with a fresh outlook. Also, be sure to stick around for the end of the show because we have an extra special gift for you this year. Marianne and I have put together some amazing free offers valued at a combined $145. So be sure to tune in to the end of the show so you don't miss out. Marianne, why don't you go ahead and start us off tonight? We've been discussing this in our personal conversations, and since you know we're about to step into a new year with new beginnings and new possibilities, let's share with our listeners what we've read about the upcoming year of 2018 and what it means for us numerologically and what it might mean for us on a physical level, how it may influence our work and our relationships, and how it compares to 2017 and what that year laid out for us. Yes, Ryan, we have discussed it quite a lot, Ryan, this super interesting topic of the different meanings of numbers and how they affect us, and not only the numbers of the year and the months, but also our individual life path number. They, they all offer important clues about ourselves as, as well as the global trends and influences we face each year. So why don't we just dive into the digits of uh, 2018? So when you add the numbers 2 plus 1 plus 8, you get 11. And that means 2018 is an 11-year, numerologically speaking. And when you look at different websites, you can find out all you need to know about numerology. 11 is a master number, and master numbers bring with them a higher vibration, and they each have their own specific meaning as well. Many numerologists work with three master numbers, 11, 22, and and 33. And 11 is the most intuitive of of the master numbers. 11 in its own right as a master number stands for, for example, psychic abilities, faith, and reaching concrete goals with dedicated focus. So with the 11, we may be feeling our psychic abilities strengthening or awakening. Our faith may be up for revision and rethinking, perhaps. And we may find support in focusing on and reaching for our goals. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a really powerful year coming up. Yeah, I think so, Ryan. And um, and you can further reduce the master numbers to a single digit as well. So 11 can be further reduced to the number 2, as 1 and 1 is 2. So you need to look at the meaning of 11 and 2 when you look at the trends and possibilities for 2018. Now, 11 is also a double 1, and 1 is the number of self, of creativity, independence, and self-confidence. Two, on the other hand, is about others, partnerships, working in groups, support, and love. So these are some of the themes that 2018 will offer us and support us in. 
We also got another clue as to what 2018 is about for us individually, and that you can, and that you can find that clue this in this past November, November 2017, and November being an 11 months. So that was kind of a month of laying down the tracks for 2018. So you can take a look at back, look back on November, and see what new activities you started back then, or if something or somebody new entered your life at this time. And it could be something meaningful for you for, for the new year. Mm, that's a great suggestion. You know, it has me thinking back to November and what it brought me. So, mm, Yeah. I did it too, and, and uh, I realized that, I, that there were some new things that happened there in November. So, <laughs> But let's take a look back at 2017 and see what, what has that been all about. So the digits of 2017 add up to 10, which reduces down to a 1 as one and zero is one. So a one year starts a new nine year cycle in numerology the, the, there's the um the cycle uh, nine years at a time. So being a one year, twenty seventeen has been all about wrapping things up to prepare for new beginnings. It has been about laying out the tracks for the next cycle of nine years, getting clear on which way we desire to go, getting to know ourselves more and many more people have to come awakened spiritually during 2017. It has been a year of the truth coming out, old traumas resurfacing to be released, um, both in our personal lives but also on a global scale, and things coming to light so they can be discarded if they're not working for the highest good. Um, so um, if I understand this correctly, it sounds to me um, like 2017 was a year for healing healing the past, wrapping up unfinished business, whereas 2018 is a year for stepping into your own and working from the heart, uh, whether that be in areas of your life, uh, focused around relationships, love, uh, abundance, self-care. And it kind of sounds like 2018 mm. is actually going to be a really positive year for focusing on our external connections. Um, mm. You know, although 2017 was, yeah, although 2017 was more um, about getting to know ourselves and being a bit more introspective, I I don't think we would have been ready to make this leap into 2018 without really taking that time to, to be quiet and to be more reflective. Um, and it reminds me of, you know, like what your parents would say, you know, like that old saying, think before you speak. Well, <laughs> that's kind of like how 2017 and 2018 are. 2017 is the think, 2018 is the speak. So 2017 was the planning and 2018 is the action. Mm, that's a really good way to put it, Ryan. Um, we also have a saying in Denmark that can be interpreted like when you go to a new place, don't bring with you the old habits that don't work for you anymore. So as you say, 2017 has helped has helped um, us become aware of old habits and ways that don't serve us well anymore and move past them. So it's not always an easy task, mind you. So so don't feel discouraged if you feel you haven't worked through everything. It, it, it's all a process. And we're, we are where we're meant to be at each stage, right? So, and sometimes I think we, we may need to be a little kinder to ourselves and feel relaxed about where we are and, and what we have accomplished. Good point, Marianne. You know, let's talk a little bit about 2017 for a bit. You know, since we are about to transition, I think it's important to touch upon what 2017 has done for us. And as you know, as you said, Marianne, 2017 was a year for working through past stories, healing, and this was important for preparing us to step into the power year of 2018. 
Now, surely there were a lot of situations and circumstances that arose in 2017, some that you may be proud of, and others that you may be ready to sweep under the rug and never see again. And many start to dread the new year because it reminds them of all the goals or resolutions they made the previous year that they didn't accomplish. And it can bring up that feeling, um, you know, that like you didn't live up to your expectations. Mm, exactly, Ryan. But don't you think that sometimes we do need to give ourselves a bit more credit than we maybe sometimes do? Um, I, I think we all do what we can no matter where we are in our life. And it's always great to have goals and to have something to strive for. And we can always adjust as we go along. But sometimes we do get get uh, caught off guard and sometimes we're more vulnerable. So we respond in ways we may afterwards realize, oh, maybe that wasn't the best way to respond to that or to do that. You know, but as long as we acknowledge this and, and try to harmonize the situation and, and those involved, we can take the best from the situation and learn from it. But uh, now we're going to take a look at some ways that can help us set goals and ways that can help us to focus on these goals or maybe adjust them along the way. Yeah. Before, uh, before you completely say goodbye, here are some tips on how you can start the new year off right and prepare yourself for this, this huge transition that we're about to go through. Um, one way to prepare yourself is to do a big cleanup and clear out. So imagine you're in a classroom and you have a whiteboard full of like work and notes and ideas from the previous class. And a new teacher comes in and starts writing notes all over that whiteboard, mixing it in with the previous, you know, previous teacher's notes and ideas. And this can be really confusing for students. It just is overwhelming and hard to process. So before a new year comes in, it's important to clear away the ideas, to clear those thoughts and, to, and the clutter from the previous year so that you can start your, your new year off on a fresh start, like with a, a fresh, clean whiteboard. Mm, yeah, definitely, Ryan. But I'm just thinking also, it's almost like preparing your garden at the turn of a season. That if you want to get a good harvest, you need to pull out the old withered crops before you start fertilizing and preparing the soil and before deciding what you want to grow as next year's crops. Yeah, definitely. I like our uh, teacher and gardening analogies here. <laughs> and, you know, one way uh, to do this is to literally clear out your living space. And I know a lot of people clear out their homes for spring, but I think it's also important to do that before the new year. So, you know, mm. go through your house and find your old broken items or unused items and either just trash it or donate it. Um, you can also do this yeah. with your mind um, by journaling. And I know um, I love journaling, Marianne, and I'm a real big list maker. So for me, getting the ideas out of my head is like, it's like syncing my iPhone to iTunes to get all of the old photos and ideas and things off my phone and making space for new ones. It, it just really helps me like clear, think clearer and it relieves stress because all that stuff is not all up there in my head anymore. Now, uh, a really simple way to journal before the old, before the, um, before the new year is to pretend that you're writing yourself a letter. And you can do this by writing a letter from the old you of 2017 to the new you that will be in 2018. And it's kind of like giving yourself a pep talk to boost your confidence as you step into the new year. And you can always look back on this letter if you fall into a slump in the, in the future. 
Mm, I love that idea, Ryan. And I think getting things down in writing is such a great idea, and it it, help, it helps you to keep track of your progress as well. And and getting organized is really key here. I know some of the ideas, I mean, I love journaling as well, and I know some of the ideas I journal about could be converted into reachable goals if only I were more organized. And um, I don't know, as you know, Ryan, my life path number is 11. And I know of the downside of the 11 master number when you can't keep your focus on your goals, I know about being scattered in my thoughts and daydreaming rather than being concrete and, and taking action. So going into this 11 master uh, number year of 2018, I'm thinking there is a, a, an opportunity in this area as the 11 effect kicks in. You know, I write down my thoughts, insights, ideas, but, but you know, I tend to journal all over the place on stick it notes, on, on mobile and even in little notebooks. So, so getting organized is really key and going through notes or lists or drawers wherever you keep your notes in preparation for 2018 is something that can help you sort out your thoughts and, uh, like you say, nurture a, a better output. Yeah, you know, I think that by writing things down, it really does help us remember all the good things that have actually occurred over the months. Mm, definitely, Ryan, yeah. Um, so should we get into the topic of uh, of loving who you are, which we were going to touch upon tonight also, and, and where you are in your life? And this is really so important, Ryan. So standing here at the end of a year, it's a great time to take stock of ourselves and of our current status in preparing for, for moving ahead in life. And loving ourselves and where we are, but loving ourselves is, is such a basic platform for us. And yet it seems to be something that so many of us struggle with. Maybe also because it can be confusing or difficult to define, like is there an appropriate amount of self-love or how do we achieve self-love and what does it feel like and how can we use this self-love? Um, you know, I read an article a while back by a lady called Kim Quindle about loving who you are. And it said that loving yourself is not so much demonstrated in what you're doing. It's more a state of being. And it's learning to love yourself even when you go through things that may make you feel less than proud of or happy about who you are and what you have done or said. Um, but you can still love yourself while going through challenges. It can certainly help if you can see achieving self-love more as a learning process than a destination with a finish line. And I think there will always be something we wish we, we had done or handled differently, but we can still love ourselves for the things we did that, that gave ourselves and others joy. Yeah, those are really powerful words there. And it's a good way, mm -hmm. you know, to have us think about it as we go into this new year. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think it's also worth to remember that self-love fluctuates. It's not a constant feeling. And you can get thrown off by criticism or judgment or insecurities or even unexpected situations. But you keep going despite all of these things. And you keep going. And when you come out of the out the other end and feel joy inside and feel that you, you went through the rough seas and you handled it well, then hold on to that feeling and, and pat yourself on the shoulder a bit. And and you can take that feeling with you towards new situations or challenges. And just remember that loving yourself is, is a feeling. It's not a competition. It's not a destination. It's a, it's a process. Yeah, self-care is, you know, really the key here. And Creating a visual of your dreams and, and desires for the new year is a really powerful, uh, powerful way to do it and a powerful tool. You know, I did this on my birthday with some friends, um, and 
I received a phone call from one of the ladies who told me, <laughs> no kidding here, that three days after creating a vision board, um, one of her dreams that she'd put on that board actually came into fruition. So wow. for the new year, you know, I like to, yeah, I think it's it's really important mm-hmm. to create uh, something visual. Yes. And so I like okay. to create I I create vision cards, and these are, you know, transportable cards that remind you of what you want to focus on for the year ahead. And if you listen until the end of the show, I have a free free offer for everyone um, with these vision cards. Um, Resolutions are something that I tend to stay away from, actually, Marianne. Um, The feeling of the word itself feels like I'm setting myself up for failure, And sometimes these resolutions can be so confined and too hard to realistically achieve when you, you know, it might actually leave you feeling just disappointed in yourself in the end. Mm, Definitely, I agree, Ryan. But um, I I love your idea of making vision cards that you can actually bring with you. Like if you have to go away for a few days or weeks, you'll be sure to to be reminded and keep your focus on your desires wherever you are. So that's a, a great idea, Ryan. Um, and I agree with you on the, on resolutions as well. I, I don't make them either, at least not specific New Year's resolutions. I guess I guess I make resolutions or plan throughout the year, <laughs> and discard as I go or adjust, you know. Um, but but that said, I do intend to to practice focusing on living in the now at all times. This is something that's ongoing. Uh, I, I try to do and and try to practice listening to my intuition as I go and acting on it acting on what my intuition tells me as well, I've realized that when you live in the now and you follow your intuition, your inner voice, in any matter, big or small, you do feel more in tune with who you are and where you are going. And you learn a, a lot about yourself. And But I think following through with action is, is key here as well. Yeah, and, and you're right, Marianne. Listening to your intuition is so important. And it is really actually the hardest thing for many people. Mm. Yeah. You know, I have experiences of not having followed my intuition to to say something or do something. And then afterwards, I realized that ah, if I had only followed my intuition at that time, it could have saved me some misunderstandings or delays or etc. You know, I could have maybe established a new contact. But even the time when we don't follow our intuition is it's a way for us to learn from it and just try to to do our best, you know, the next time. So I guess being open to change is also a way of embracing the goals you set for yourself, like being open to life and being open to adapting to change. Mm, Yes, adapting to change. You're right. Well, there are some other really cool ways that uh, I read about that we can um, send off 2017 and welcome in 2018. So one of the ways was to do a letter-burning ceremony. And this is like a ceremony where you write down all the things that you wish you had done, and then you burn it and let go of any negative feelings that may be attached to that or may be like residual leftover. Um, And another idea is to do a meditation. I know um, my mom does this every um, New Year's Eve. She does a meditation where she just sits there and... um, sets an intention, just being at peace and just really being mindful um, as you as she goes into the new year. Um, so doing a meditation with an intention of gaining clarity for a specific area in your life in the new year and spend spending time with family is also a great way to uh, prepare yourself for the new year. Just, you know, have fun together, play a game or go out. 
um, or just get the whole family involved in doing a meaningful activity together. So, you know, you could do things like looking, you know, creating cards together or creating, you can even create vision cards um, together with your, with your family. Marianne, did we lose you? Yep, Ryan, I think I'm back now. I hope so. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. There you are. <laughs> oh, okay. In the, so, Marianne, you were going to talk about uh, looking back at 2017? Um, yes, I was, uh, Ryan, but, um, and I just thought, you know, it's it's a great opportunity now to, to be thankful for where 2017 has taken us uh, you know, and you can clear out the mind clutter, the, the physical clutter, and clear out anything that, that you feel no longer serves you, right? Um, you can notice any nagging thoughts of, of guilt or feelings of, um, oh, I should have done this or I should have finished that. And um, mm-hmm. one thing I like to do is, is imagine the violet flame of, of transmutation, Ryan, to, to, and I know that you, both you and I, we use it sometimes, and it's really powerful. And you can imagine the violet right. flame... Um, to, to cleanse away those negative thoughts and clear your emotional layer. Um, that's a really powerful visualization I like to do also. And also just to, to know you are where you are and, and it's okay. And now you can look at 2018 as a new room you're about to enter. You can set your intentions for the new year, for the new you, and you can start again. You can decide now where you want to go and you can decide every day where you want to go and where you want to put your focus. That's beautiful. Well said. Well, as we mentioned before, tonight we have an extra special gift for all of you out there. In honor of you, we have been, who, you know, all of you guys have just been so kind with following our podcast. So Marianne and I have both put together an offer valued at $145, but this offer is free for you for the new year as a gift. And Marianne, do you want to go ahead and share with our listeners what your offer is? Sure, Ryan, I'd love to. Well, my free New Year's gift is a 45-minute soul reading to five randomly selected listeners of tonight's show. And all you have to do is go to my contact page on my website, which is at mariannejohansen.com, and you can send me an email via the contact form and refer to this podcast. And each lucky listener will receive their personal reading on email and it will include some tips and measures you can take to get yourself more balanced on all levels and in tune with your soul as you prepare for 2018. So be sure to go to my website and send me an email to claim your chance at receiving this free special New Year's reading valued at $70. And I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. And I'll let the lucky five know by Friday, the 29th of December. That's an awesome gift. Beautiful. Um, Well, I have created a special gift as well, and it is a four-part step-by-step video series for creating your own personal vision cards. So you will join me as we create cards that will help you set intentions for different areas of your life, such as family, spirituality, business, or self-care. And in this free video series, I will guide you through an intentional creativity process for creating vision cards for manifesting your hopes, dreams, and desires for 2018. And the free video series includes a step-by-step instruction for creating your personal cards, a guided meditation 
And this is a four-part series which is valued at $75, but it's yours free as my New Year's gift to you. So to get access to the vision cards, all you have to do is go to my website at www.ryancassidy.com and click on the free gift subscribe button. So more details are listed in our show description if you want to receive both offers. So be sure to sign up right away so you don't miss out. Mm, awesome gift, Ryan Brazil. Your vision cards. We're very excited to be offering these great gifts to our listeners. So, so please be sure to check out our Facebook page or Instagram page at Inspirational Living to get the, the details of our websites. Yes, and we just want to thank all of our listeners out there. We're so thrilled that we've reached so many countries across the globe. And you're welcome to leave us a comment or ask questions on our Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, we're on Instagram now, so please follow us. And please be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Overcast and leave us a review. And we also hope that you'll tune in to our next show, which will be a week from today. So with that, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll thank you all for, for staying with us tonight. And uh, we'll leave you with our roomy quote, the inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night and a very happy new year to everyone. And thank you for being with us in 2017. Thank you so much, everyone. Good night.